What's good, everybody? It's your boy A Mike Boogie, and this is episode 64 of the EBS podcast. I'm here with the crew, Obi Wan. Hey. Young Buck. What it do? And we got a whole bunch of guests today. K Law. Hi. Guests. <laughs> and Mahogany. Mahogany, damn, yo, you butchered I, that. I know. <laughs> Mahogany. Uh, um, what's his name? Ike the Great is not here today, but he's with us in spirit. Uh, shout out to OG as well. Oh, we're not for the big homies. What's going on, everybody? How are you guys doing today? Ladies, how y'all feeling? <laughs> How's everybody's week been? I'm glad we're all six feet apart. Where are you now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even there. This is virtual for me. You work, you doing virtual? Yeah. Virtual podcast? Yes, sir. That's actually what, what we need to do. I mean, a lot of people have been doing it. ESPN has been doing that, too, on their shows. Yeah, I saw that. It can be done. Yeah. Everybody's been doing it. Like, I'm waiting to see somebody show up in the studio with the actual person doing the interview. Like, you stupid. Because <laughs> apparently all these famous people and these newscasters keep catching it, like nah, yeah. you don't want to be there. Well, I keep saying everybody's gonna catch it, but that's just no, me. I, don't, I don't know who everybody is, bro. I'm I'm so serious. I mean, it's it's possible considering they're not gonna have a way to prevent it until next year. So it's very possible we all gonna catch it like the flu, but we don't that's all it. need to catch it at one time. That's that's the problem right there. Yep. That, yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. So any funny stories? While being stuck in the house, <laughs> nothing, right? Nah. I mean, you know, working two hours out of the day. <laughs> two hours, as opposed to eight. I, I tell you what, the Zoom meeting request at four after four p.m. Like, yeah. Stop with the virtual happy is, hour. is your Zoom meeting? Oh, is it, is, oh, you don't like the virtual happy hours? Co-workers. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's weird. I don't even like video meetings with coworkers. They got their nostrils all in the video. Yeah, okay. you know that that should be like, annoying. Yeah, like yeah. I don't want to see your nose I hairs. Right, right. Yeah, I'm like, I don't have a camera. Sometimes they forget they on the video and start picking their nose and shit. You're like, ew. Like, what's really going on? Somebody need to come up with a Zoom etiquette, (laughs) a a, a handbook or something. I want to, you know what's crazy speaking about Zoom, yo? You know, my company, we used uh, GoToMeeting up until January. Or February that we went to Zoom. Then all of a sudden, everybody quarantined. Yeah, get on the Zoom meeting. We about to do a Zoom happy hour. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> either either right time, right place. Uh, this shit is a coinkid coincidence. Yeah. Coinky dink. I was gonna say coinky dink. Well, the whole quarantine business was the first time I've ever heard of Zoom. I didn't. I've never heard of it before that. Yeah. Yeah. So. I, I mean, I've heard of it, but it wasn't like popular. But then all of a sudden, people are on Zoom. So. Never heard of it. Any Baptist church. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these Zoom meetings with my congregation have been amazing. Really? Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. That's funny. So, so do not mute the phone. I know. So, so how does it work though with, the whole, with the whole choir? Um, oh shit! They they play a song from there. About the fellowship. <laughs> <laughs> not about the feedback. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that. Somebody need to be at the house with them. <laughs> but crazy thing, they be on that house phone. Can you mute the house phone? No. <laughs> we hear everything. Hello. Hello. I go to a white church. <laughs> we got it down. Oh, you go to a white church? <laughs> what you, what you trying to say? We got it down. We already been. 
already been. Uh, she said what she tried to say. Niggas is too slow with this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. I did through PayPal. I'm just saying. That's what it sound like. That's funny. Any any churches listening? I will install Zoom for y'all <laughs> for a minimal fee. You know, two hundred an hour. Damn. Two hundred an hour to install Zoom. Get out of here. That's for God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Taking they better mo- pass the plate around a few ta- more times. You're taking money from the Lord, man. No, I was going right That's back to blasphemous, heathen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Let's let's get into the first topic today. Um, usually, when you are in a relationship and you break up with somebody, you try to be completely done, right? That's it's safe to assume that, right? Like once you guys are done, done. That's it. Uh, but what happens if you had an agreement with your partner and then things don't work out? Are you expected to follow through with that commitment after the relationship ends? Hell no. Hell no. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I think it depends. Every situation is different. It's circumstantial. You can't say, not you, but you, I feel like you just can't say yes or no cleanly. It's not a black and white. It was gray as well. Okay, please speak on some of that black and white and gray. Elaborate. I'm not, I, I don't have any personal examples <laughs> to give. So, but if one does arise, I will definitely chime in. I mean, I think it also depends on the uh, the situation after the breakup, right? Like, if you're done with this person and this person is no longer in your life and you don't plan on ha- having any type of communication, I mean, I don't see how this, how you can follow through on any commitment if you're not talking to them. At the same time, if somebody broke your heart and you feel like you need space and you need time to get back into a good space, I'm not going to be wasting my time trying to honor some commitment that we had when we were together when I can't even get my life together in this moment. I think trying to honor certain commitments shows that you've moved on. I feel like if you, if certain people will not honor them to be spiteful and that's not going to help you in the moving on situation. If you really want to move on, if you really want to be rid of these, the, the person who you had this commitment with, honor it so you can move on. Otherwise, it's just another excuse for them to stay in contact with you. And try to pull you back by trashing you and saying, oh, well, you're not a person of your word. or I knew you wasn't shit. I knew you wasn't really going to do like you said you weren't going to do. Don't give people that ammunition. Be done with them. Throw them whatever it is that they want or need or whatever it is that you said you was going to do and move on. Shut them out for real. I disagree. I know. Yeah, (laughs) I I disagree, too. I I will say I do believe it's on a case-by-case situation because, yes, in some cases – that may be the thing to do. But let's keep it real. There's people out here that use that quote-unquote commitment to to reel you back in, you know, to to put negative energy back into you by saying, hey, you promised you was going to do this, and hence here you guys are communicating back and forth. And so I, I think we have to be careful on what we – we have to be careful on whether or not, you know, getting back into that space is safe just because of a commitment. I would argue um, – it, when we were to, if we're not together no more, why do I need to, co- you know, complete that commitment when we're no longer together? Um, I believe that you have to be able to be the type of person to be discerning. And when you're in a relationship and you are head over heels, you can't just say stuff about what the future is going to be. You can't say, I promise I'm going to always be there. I promise I'm going to do this. So if you ever need this, blah, blah, blah. Don't say that shit. You can't make promises you, you can't keep and then break up. 
and then expect because you're broken up for everything to not mean anything anymore. This Don't make not... those type of promises. And, and, and also, it depends on the nature of the relationship, right? So if you're like just dating or girlfriend or boyfriend, if you're engaged or if you're married, like you have to honor your commitments to your family, right? So if you have children, like you can't just say, oh, we broke up, we separated. I'm not seeing my children. Or right. I'm not going to let you see my children, which is weird. It's like a joint thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I think it depends on the individual, not not necessarily the type of relationship. Like, I think I was thinking about this on my way to the podcast, and I was like, all right, there are some things that I committed to as a person, personally. Like, my integrity won't allow me to stop doing. But I'm also not about to pay, like, somebody's car note. No. <laughs> what if you bought them that car? Well, then that and car then... is going to be back in my driveway. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, no, no. Sorry, so, sorry. so to that point, though, what if you bought them the car, it's in their name, but the understanding was you would help them make payments on it. No, un, there's a difference between understanding and actually verbally Legally, saying, yeah. I promise no matter what, I will pay for this. I mean, I don't think no one, people say no matter what. You say, I, I mean, promise I'll it's make. It's tough because I'll give you an example, like being married, like things, certain things like filing taxes or like um, health insurance or car insurance. When you go into a separation or you divorce, like you literally have to talk about those things. You can't stop paying your car insurance. Right. You can't stop paying your health insurance. Mm. And and there's nothing wrong with saying to a person when you're in a relationship, as long as we're together, I'm going to pay for this car note. Right. Yeah, I, well, I do think marriages are a little bit different. Yeah, hold on. Um, and I do think you made a point about, um, like, if there's a child involved, I mean, you still have a commitment to the child, um, and that you have to. But I think if we... I, I more look at this as far as um, dating relationships, boyfriend and girlfriend, uh, things like that. Because obviously when you're married, you, you know, you make a commitment to that person, but you probably also make a commitment before God. Most people do. But in a dating relationship, um, that's not necessarily the case. Like I'm not going before God and making a commitment to God and to this person. Now, granted, you want to be a, um, you want to be, you know, you want to still be a good individual, but. To me, if I'm in a relationship and my commitment is to the relationship and in my commitment to the relationship, there are certain things that are with, you know, are 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 going to be done. So if there's something that happens to you or if there's something that I got to pay for, there's something that I'm taking care of in my commitment to you in this relationship. To me, once that relationship is done and I no longer have a commitment to you, I don't believe that I have a commitment or an obligation to anything else after that. Now I could, at the goodness of my heart, continue to honor that, yep. but in no way am I obligated. I know. Uh, well, my I don't think it's an obligation. I just feel like when the relationship is over or when the relationship has changed, your feelings don't automatically go away. So, as far as like, especially I'm thinking from my perspective with emotional support, if that was something that we really had for one another, and I know this other person really doesn't have the support from family or whatever, and they're going through something, they've asked me to be emotional support to walk them through a certain situation. I felt like, sure, I can, I can do that. Um, and of course you have to protect yourself. You're not going to put yourself in a situation where you might, you know, give up too much or, um, be used by that person. Um, but as far as definitely a fine situation, I felt like I I could give that emotional support without compromising my own self. So that's my question for you guys are saying, yes, you should still honor the commitment. I mean, how long, how long do you continue to do that? Because I, I believe that if I believe that if you're trying to move on um, from that relationship and you're just trying to move on and grow, 
that you continue to put yourself in a situation in which you can't break away. And I feel like a lot of relationships and next thing you know, three, four or five years down the line, you're still holding on and attached to this one person and you have not moved on with your life because you feel I love this person. I'm gonna protect them. I want to be there for them. And they going through all this shit with somebody else Fuck and them. you there to be there for. But but that's the commitment that you made. Right. And so because you still have this love for them and because you continue to put yourself back in this place where you want to honor that commitment, where there's friendship, where there's emotional support, where there's helping them pay for a card note because, you know, they ain't got the money to pay for it. And maybe the person they messing with ain't shit and ain't helping them with it. Like you still find yourself stuck in this relationship that I, you can't move on from. And I think that is a very, a, a very real thing for a lot of people um, that end up breaking with someone, breaking up with someone. And they still holding on years later. I really think it's a case by case thing. There's really no yeah. cut and dry situation. It's not a yes or no question. I know I have several examples where I know people should not honor commitments. And then I have several where I know people should. I have a friend who she was married and everything was in her name. And when they divorced, the husband did not honor his commitment to pay for his things that were in her name his car his phone so she had to file bankruptcy you know what i'm saying and i think he should have honored the commitment to pay for his things she wasn't asking to pay her car note it was his car note but because his credit was so jacked everything was in her name she should have walked up on him <laughs> walked up on him problem. that's not gonna fix her credit she had to file bankruptcy because of that yeah you know, in order to get rid of those things so i think there are just certain things that because oh, so now because he's not committed to that relationship anymore his commitments to pay the bills on the things that he was using is and, no longer and that's why i feel like a marriage is different because when you do go into that marriage you kind of say that we're going in this as equal partners so we're paying 50 50 and there's that legal um aspect that's tied behind that mm -hmm. however when you don't have that legal aspect right and so in the same instance maybe she wasn't married to this man um but you know they were dating you know you, you, I think those are things that you think about prior to. Do I, do I uh, finance this car loan for this person knowing that we're not married? You know what I mean? Do I put my name down on this home that we're about to get together knowing that we're not married? Because then there is that commitment, that long-term commitment. And, and, and th another good one is, do I have a child with this person knowing we're not married? Because it's a longer-term commitment, and it's like if something happens, and granted, even in marriage, something can happen. Um, then you are responsible whether that person honors it or whether not, whether they don't. Um, and then I think also if you're just trying to move away from that situation, um, putting yourself in a, in a, in a, a, um, how can I say this? Like when, when we start to do things and we're dating and we start to do things as if we're married, I almost feel like we're almost setting ourselves up. For failure. For failure yeah. if that's not where the relationship is going. Listen, at the end of the day, we are humans. And I don't, like, it's to be expected that some people will be spiteful and some people will be understanding. That's just what it is. I mean, so in my sense, if I'm the person who expects someone to be committed while we're together, whether it's marriage or just boyfriend and girlfriend, I also expect them, once we break up, to be like, nah, fuck that. I'm off that. I'm not doing it no more. I'm not going to be mad at that. Because right. <laughs> some people are spiteful, and that's how they would act. Right? Is it is it spiteful though? Like, I mean, if not, if, if it's a if it's not an amicable split, it's a it's a bad split, right? Right. And you choose not to honor promises you made in the relationship, 
but it's not be- so for me it wouldn't be out of spite right, it would just because cases. i've so for me my mindset would be well i've decided to completely m- remove you yeah. from my life right you know or if you decided to remove me from your life i'm i'm the type of person okay well i'm not going to let you i'm not going to allow you to renege on that you know what I'm saying? So if you say something to the effect of, well, I'm removing you from my life. Okay, cool. You've removed me. Yeah. That means I'm removed from everything. I, I Bills, think I was... hit, random hit-ups, late-night dick appointment, everything. Yeah, word. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I think I, was, I was more so responding to uh, K-Law's example okay. in a marriage. And you uh, know okay, that okay. your partner had all these things that was bought for you in their name. To me, me who I am, yes, if we break up, I, I will continue to pay those things. But some people out of spite be like, nah, fuck that. <laughs> I know it's in your name. You handle it. You know what I mean? Uh, it's but, only spite if you're spiteful. <laughs> right, right. And that's the thing. It's like you really never know a person until they're not getting what they're Exactly. Yeah. You break Ooh. up. And so, you know. That's a bar. That's, and, yeah. That's a bar. It is a bar, right? And, uh, <laughs> I, I don't think we caught that. Nah, don't worry. And, and uh, what, Youngbug, this was your question. So, I, I mean, you never really answered. Like, what, what's your thoughts on this? Well, no, I was just, you know, I wanted to hear what everybody had to say on it. And I will say I, I somewhat agree with everyone in the sense that my, my whole thing is that, again, it, it goes back to how the split was, right? So I was in a similar situation recently, which is why I brought the question up. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it was... It's it wasn't a, a, it wasn't a thing of, of being spiteful, right? Because right. I'm not spiteful. Like where I am, I'm I'm in a, such a good place now that I, I don't give a fuck. It's not it's not about being spite, but for me, it's I've recognized that I don't need this person in my life in any aspect of it, right? And it also I think uh, another thing that we haven't really like addressed is how is how or if people reach out to you to pay these to 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 to, to honor really? your obligations right because if somebody reached out to you and was like hey like off some respectful stuff like hey i understand you've moved on but you know we have these obligations right. and you've left me with them i really could use your help that's yeah. respectful that's, yeah but if you come sideways like look you bitch ass motherfucker <laughs> you, you promised to do this, this i knew and this. you wasn't shit you know what i'm you saying just like all them rest of the motherfuckers uh, okay cool well, watch me be like all the rest of these niggas and disappear what the fuck <laughs> no, you no, mean look, is it not disrespectful to be knowledgeable about your obligations and then like why should someone has have to ask you or remind you about an obligation? You if, should be already on top of it. In my opinion, I feel like that's disrespectful. If you I already in, know you got something to do. Oh, guess one thing. It. One thing you'll find out about me is I follow directions very well. So if somebody tells me to exit their life, I'm gone. It don't matter what obligations are there. Bye. I, I do, and so and you know what? I mean, guess that's a good question. But we also, have, I think, what we need to define is what is an obligation in which we. In a dating relationship, I don't even want to go to marriage because I think you're obligated to everything. But in a dating relationship, what are we obligated to after that relationship? Okay, guess is saying not a damn thing. <laughs> I, I mean, it kids. It becomes very tricky, and when kids and those types okay, of situations kids. are involved, and I don't mean well. When I say kids, I mean all the things that have to do with that, whether the situation panned out or not. That's just my opinion. Okay. Okay. I mean, yeah, kids is just a different ball game, man. If kids are involved. Whether it's a it's a man or a woman, you need to step up and do what you're supposed to do for man, your child. Fuck them kids. <laughs> That's how some niggas are, though. Yeah, yeah. He didn't mean it, y'all. Nah, hell <laughs> so uh, I mean, would we say that um, if a person committed, and let's talk about men, if if men committed to something in a relationship and uh, they then decide after you guys break up, it's over. Would you guys consider that a lie? Is that lying? Yes. <laughs> It's a lie. It's a I mean, lie. It's a lie about who the truth and who they are as an individual, right? Because right. if we're not talking about like a, a marriage, which is where like my most recent experience is coming from, 
it's it's like your personal integrity means everything. So whether you're in a relationship or not, if you're a person who says, I'm going to do what I said I'm going to do, you're going to do those things regardless. If you're going to... Like, now I'm not saying if you bought her mother a car or mm-hmm. you pay her mother's car, you know, mortgage payments and y'all girlfriend and boyfriend, y'all break up. Those those payments will stop. But if you're the type of guy who is like Nick Cannon, like, I believe that women shouldn't work and I'll take care of everything. Yeah. Then you take care of everything. But like women should also understand that that comes with, you know, availability and frequency in, in their life. Like that gives them access. Like it may be kind. They may be full of integrity. But that also means they're paying for your time and they're paying for that responsibility in your life too. Yeah. So I think a lie is uh, when we call it a lie. And if, if women are calling me a liar, I think um, I think that's out of uh, spite, animosity, misplaced aggression. Um, because how many of us have ever ended a relationship? I'm sure when we went into that relationship, we were probably thinking that, OK, this is a very serious relationship. I'm, I'm going to be in this for the long run. And then at some point, maybe you realize, like, OK, this relationship is not what I thought it was. And you ended it amicably as, or as amicably as possible as possible. Um, but is is it a lie because I said I want to be with you and we're going to be together? Then all of a sudden I'm like, you know what? I realize this isn't the right relationship that I thought it was. Is that does that make me a liar? I don't think it makes me a liar. I think people change, people grow. And as you continue to grow and you continue to figure out who somebody is and learn about them, there may be things that you realize that, you know what? I'm just not about that or I can't be that. And at some point. So to say that we made a commitment and all of a sudden the relationship ended and I didn't honor that commitment. I'm a liar. That's straight up bullshit. Um, And. I have no empathy or sympathy for how you feel. Oh, I do. Well, so I I brought that up because and I don't want to you know stick stay on that too much. My point was we had a uh, one of our listeners send us a question, and the question was, why do men lie or omit the truth in relationships, romantic and otherwise? And so when I saw that, you know. It's funny because we all have our perspectives, right? And we have a famous saying as men, guys rap about this all the time. And we always say, when she says she has sex with three, you know you got to multiply by what? Well, when she says she... You messed up the rap. Did I? Yeah. Other way around? You butchered that shit. <laughs> <laughs> she says she has sex with five, so you know you got to multiply by, by three. three. Yes. Okay, my bad. But that's a common saying, right? Be. So I would say, I would say this. First I think all, men and women... First of all, that's misogynistic. To shut up, up yeah. <laughs> Just stay off the mic for a little bit, all right? No, I would say this. Men and women do lie in relationships, and they do omit stuff. You know, it's common for men and women when talking about sexual encounters will omit, like, maybe how many people they've sex- they've had sex with. I've heard, facts. you know, there's a thing where women who have sex with a man for one minute, like, up. Oh, Omitted. He. Or, I did or, not have sex with him. Or, 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 or exactly. Yeah. You can't count it. Can't count trash. it. You can't count it if it's anal sex. Right. Yeah. Like or or just oral. That's wild. But but that these are things from the man's perspective. He, he treated me like shit. I forgot about it. Right now, if it was trash, he did not count What? I yo, I wish as men we could unfuck women. Like this. <laughs> <laughs> it's not possible. But see, like guys, y'all probably do count the trash just to say like you got happened. Hell no. no. So see, so y'all think so, so? Do y'all count the last trash? We count yeah, everything. We count all of them, right? Like what? Like, we're, 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 of course we're, we do. Because for them, it's like if you didn't see this outfit today, trust I'm wearing it tomorrow. Like women oh, are like shit. resourceful like that. If it was trash, it was like less than a four. 
you are not being counseled. I probably will forget your name. Like, I'll act like I sure don't know you. <laughs> I think women and men obviously look at how many people you've had sex with differently, right? You would say, I think women would say men look at it as like, that's a, a good thing for them. That, that boost is who they are. Yeah, I, I've been knocking them down. And women would probably say, you know, that's that's a negative thing. No guy wants a, a you know, a woman that got more body counts than her, exactly. right? I don't still give a fuck. I'm trying to figure out who is still sleeping with Future. Like, <laughs> oh, no, that, that, that. no, honestly. So, as a man, I will say, I don't give a fuck. I've slept with women with more, with like, <laughs> severely higher body counts than me. That'll bother me. Use a hoe. Is, is that what that means? Oh, you are. But let, let, let's okay. So, so that's let's, a different question. So let's bring it back to <laughs> yeah. to the original question, right? So, and the question is, why do men lie in relationships, so, right? And this is what I'm gonna say. <laughs> I lied to you because I care about your feelings. <laughs> if I told you the truth, I wouldn't give a fuck. <laughs> And for some men, I, I do believe that's what they feel like. They feel like, you know, I lied to, to my significant other to spare their feelings. Whether it's right or wrong, that's just how they think about it. I've, I've heard that somewhere. First thing I want to say is there's another, there's another uh, famous quote, lyric, whatever. Men lie, women lie, numbers don't. So that one, that was one minute, that was still a number. So it counted. But I've heard, I've heard what A. Mike has said from, from the perspective of a woman, and I can't remember where I heard this from. Maybe you guys have heard it from. Is that as a woman, if you know that your man can't handle something, right? Maybe you happen to run into your ex at the grocery store, and y'all had a long conversation, right? And it was innocent, didn't mean anything. And you know that you go home and you tell your man that he's gonna blow up, he's gonna explode, he might break up with you. I heard that women shouldn't tell their man that because you know how he's going to respond. If it's something that's very uh, insignificant, um, then you really shouldn't. You don't need to go there. And that kind of goes along the lines of what you're saying. I lie because, if you know, if I told you the truth, like you would be upset. So I say that to say that men and women lie. I think it's a character flaw. It's not a character flaw of of the chromosome that I have. It's not like I'm out here lying to women. I've never lied. I'm a very honest person. I've never lied to women. But and and if you're a liar, I think that's just bodes to your character and not because you're a male. So yes, human beings lie, but I don't think that's the question this person was asking about that type of thing. I think the type of question this person was asking is why do they lie about sticking their dick in someone when they obviously Ooh. didn't? Oh, that's that, shit. It's, it's not I saw shit. somebody at the grocery store. I didn't touch them. I didn't go home with them. So I don't need to mention that. It's you had sex. I saw you do it, and you're still lying to me about it. I saw you do it. I saw the motherfucker. Again, you a dumb motherfucker. Again, I lied to you. Cause I can't. So so I have a counter question almost. I can't answer that. Why lie about like if if you're in a relationship with somebody, if you're talking to somebody like very seriously, why lie about your body count? Like, aren't you supposed to be trying to ask ask the women? Oh, in my dating experiences or in my my dating interactions, I you cannot lie because what's worse than you not saying something? Somebody else giving the tea. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I'm I don't lie about those things. I don't lie neither. People ask women ask me asking me about my body count or things like that, expecting me to lie. I tell the truth. So I honestly, man, I don't like this. This is a biased ass question, man. <laughs> it's biased because this podcast is by men. 
So that is Preach. actually Blue. the perspective okay. that it was coming from. I know why I lie. Tell me. Tell me oh, I'm listening. Why do you lie? Who, oh, I'm listening. What, what <laughs> have I? What have I lied about? Wait, oh, I'm listening. I, I don't like. Goddamn. Are listen, you accusing me right wait, now? Wait, 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 wait. Oh, oh, I'm listening, sis. Oh, please, please. So, so we gonna be real. All right, if we're going to be real, let's be real. Like I said, I, I think, you know, people lie in general because they don't want to get caught. And they want to save whatever relationship they have. They want they want to try to save it. Even when they've been caught, they're trying to save that relationship. As far as a man's perspective, okay, like me and my wife, we have history. And the times where I have lied, it was because I was trying to save my relationship. Not while we've been married. Let me just clear that because we're not about to sit here. And so do that. I said so not history. To, so not to put y'all on the spot. Then if you're trying to save the relationship, why do it in the first place? Whoa, That's whoa. true. Blue. Blue. Right. You gotta be married to understand these things. Like, <laughs> things I, I, I mean, things but like, yeah. Like like Obi Wan was saying earlier. Like some things you do because you know your partner. Like, but at the same time, it's not my responsibility to like. Manage your emotions. If I know you're incredibly sensitive, yes. Every time we talk, I'm gonna be mindful of like how we bring things to the table. Right. But I'm not just gonna be walking on eggshells like, dang, I shouldn't tell him he got a bug in his nose. Oh, I shouldn't <laughs> tell him. You know, like you can't lie. Just well, not hair to fucked up today. Feelings, but when you're in a marriage, like some things are argument for no reason. It's like honestly, can we just have a peaceful night? So, so it's not really lying. It's just omitting the truth. I mean, like most women would say lying by omission is lying. Okay. Most people would people say, say that. Yeah. You know what? Let me mind But like some, you don't have to know everything. Like, I, you don't need to know everything. I don't. So that's a lie. Is what you're saying. I, no, you don't need to know everything. <laughs> if you omit, that's a lie. No, personal privacy is important in every relationship. Oh shit, that's a whole nother. That I, is I, I feel that. I don't. Unless it affects me. I don't know I mean, that. Um, lying, like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, what about this? You're married and you know, obviously, you've had history, and your 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 husband has weak dick. Are you going to weak? His, his game is weak. Yeah. Oh shit! Damn. <laughs> hey, he's such a he's such a job. Wait, 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 wait. Oh wait. shit! I mean, would you? I mean, would Viagra exists? We can. That's a problem. Well, see, we can address. Well, let's. I do want to talk about that. Women still can't have like variants with products. Like that's a whole another topic. We can say that for another time. <laughs> that's true. But I saw a commercial that bothered me with a, a red skin I ain't seen in. 35 years <laughs> trying to sell me some testosterone through a text message. Look, men are out here Meanwhile, struggling. with the Rona shutdown, we can't find products. Like, you can get well, I mean, testosterone what? through a text message. I mean, women still living their best life. You know what I'm saying? They on, they on Twitter. Oh, I mean, on... Uh, we are women and we're black, so I would agree with you. Exactly. On IG Live, getting paid still. You know what I'm saying? Stop it. Stop it. Message. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> but um, to... to, to Go back to uh, Mahogany's question about why I lie. Um, I don't lie. So I, that wasn't directed at you. I know. So I'm. An, I can only answer it from right, right, and I can only answer it from the uh, perspective that that I'm in. And um. Mm, okay, so so I kind of I try to explain why men lie. So why do women go ahead, lie? Mahogany? I want to hear what she got to say. I, I agree with Kayla preserving ego. But inherently, relationships are transactional, and they ah, are based on it's reciprocity. A fact, it's a fact. That hurt. So I agree. No, I don't it's fully agree, but it hurts me to hear that. It, it's the it's facts. It's a fact. Yeah. Trans, it's facts. Transactional in what way? It's a fact. I disagree. And the fact that you do feed me, you, I do for you. Yeah. But that's know, not. So it's never. Not, it's never from. That's not how it's. It, that's it not how it's supposed to work. That. It grows me, into um, that. I don't think that's how it's supposed to work. You are doing certain things for that person, and they're doing certain things for you. It's not contingent. 
on your um, minding my well-being for me to mind your well-being. Okay. However, it is a, definitely a motivator and it is an agreement between two people to mm. have a relationship that way. That is the foundation of a relationship to be agreement for one person to care and be mindful of the well-being of another person. Okay. That's basic. But, but I don't see that as a transaction. So that, It okay. is. Okay. But it's it one is. thing exchanging for another. Don't do it. I'm not trying to take out the romance of it and mm. try to make it what it's not but I, but in its essence that is romantic the fact that you are willing to give up yourself mm -hmm. to you know give up your resource of your love your resource of your time your resource of your effort in exchange for that same thing from that person mm. okay you have to be careful like when you're younger and you're in relationships because you have to break relationships down to the bare bones it's not all cupcakes and cookies and candy land it's not about that but there are basic understandings and the word transactional might not seem romantic but as you grow in a relationship it's more one of the most romantic things you'll ever hear mm -hmm. for example transactional meaning if your spouse does for you to the point where you don't have to think about yourself and you can spend your time thinking about them mm. then everybody's mm. always taken care of mm. but why do you have to wait why do you have to wait until that point i, so, I feel so like my, my, my I, point well, is dating I, situation I, as well but uh, well, i feel like i feel like what we've what we're missing here is the vulnerability that people don't willingly give, but I think that's what relationship is, is you willingly be yeah. vulnerable. And and most people build up to it and, and what you would say is a transactional way. But if you are someone who is not afraid to be hurt, because you know that's gonna happen, if you are someone that's not afraid to be vulnerable, then you go into not every relationship, but the relationships in which you want to be vulnerable, not not hoping to get something in return, but just giving yourself because you have to give yourself in a relationship regardless of whether somebody else is going to give to but you. That's the plight of most that women. That's, sorry? that's mm. the plight of most women. That's the plight of most women? Yes, that's the plight of most women. And that's the that's plight of... Go, no, it's not the plight of most women. I didn't, I didn't say that. So I wasn't going to say I, that. I have a question for K-Long. Wait, I want to hear what she had to say. Though. Okay, go ahead. I'm saying that's the plight of most women because women are emotional creatures, so we go into everything with emotions, with our emotions on our sleeve. And, the, the, and I've always said, you know, when my husband and I were younger, I would always say to him, it's a big difference with women. You could go into a relationship, you get your heart broken, and you come out of it, I don't know how long it will take, but you're ready to jump right back into another one and try possibly causing the same type of pain that you had the, the, you know, the first, the first time, time. Second, time third. For a lot of men, and I'm not saying like anybody specifically, for a lot of men, one time in kindergarten, Susie B broke your heart, and for the rest of your life, <laughs> First of all, women fuck are Susie bitches B. and hoes, <laughs> and you don't want to ever let anybody I think that's a misconception. For most. Generalization. I know a lot of people who are like But I'm inclined that. to agree with K-Law. But my question to K-Law is as a man who has been told by a woman, don't focus too much on me, focus on you. How am I supposed to read into that? What you're supposed to read into that is that she's not ready for anything serious. Mm -hmm. She is in a, in a place where there's certain things that she needs and certain things that she just doesn't want. And you can't, as, a, as the other part of that, you know, partnership, you can't continue to do what she's asking you not to do and expect the relationship to last so you have two options your first option is to respect that and risk you know feeling a way about someone who does not reciprocate the way that you feel about them or you move on because she's not giving you what you want if you want to just focus on her and that's not what she wants you got to move on fair enough okay so that was where the the where that question came from because I personally believe that that's how relationships start 
and even in your um, estimation of, you know, wanting to be vulnerable with that person and trying to be vulnerable with that person, that initial desire comes from somewhere. That initial desire to be vulnerable with that person, you're not vulnerable with just anybody. That person has either shown you that they that you can trust them. That person has either shown you that they can be vulnerable with you. There is something that makes you want to be vulnerable with them. And, and men and women lie, I feel, because we are trying to hold on, not trying to rock the boat. We are trying to get the things out of them that we are want to receive from them without sometimes without reciprocating that same thing or with the same intensity of that thing. So that's so it's almost like a, a selfish act in a sense. A little bit. You want to get you want to get vulnerability mm. at a discount. You want right. to get right, you want right. to get emotional right. support God. at a discount. I don't know how to feel about huh? all these I'm transactional sorry. last terms I, we use in for love. That's a sign it's of immaturity real. as well, you know, because if you really that's think about it, there aren't many. I don't think if you think about it, there there really isn't anything that you need to lie about in a relationship. Like, I agree. You know, when you see some of these scenarios happening, it's it's a breakdown in communication, and you see it, you can see the train wreck, and you're like, why don't you just talk to the person? Just tell them the truth. It doesn't matter how it's going to end, but the way that you're going about it is not the way that you want it to end. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm uh, struggling to accept um, what K-Law and Mahogany is saying here, because I just... I just see it differently. You wait, know what, what I mean? Wait, what part are you struggling with? The the idea of lying to I guess the idea of kind of lying because you're not really ready to be 100 100% vulnerable. Um the idea of it being a transaction like you waiting to get something out of that before you before I guess the transaction goes away or before you can be vulnerable. The idea that um and, you know, I don't know if we're really talking about just relationships or if we're talking about love here. I just feel like I'm just struggling to really put myself in in that aspect because I don't believe that's any that's how I've well, gone through my relationships. I was just about to say, knowing you, you're struggling because it doesn't apply to you. Right. And to be honest, there's nothing wrong with that. Like. It's oh, I know that. that. It's a good <laughs> thing that you're struggling with it because there's a lot of people who can shake their heads and be like, I know that's right. That's why I lie. You know? <laughs> oh, shit. It's just good, you know. Why you had to do it in a man's voice, though? Because that's what we're talking. <laughs> Listen, don't get it twisted. I'm an equal opportunist. Women definitely lie. But the question that that, that, that <laughs> listener asked was not, you know, why do they lie about, you know, picking up the chicken at the supermarket and eating it before they get home. That's not what we're talking about. <laughs> as, a, as a man, as a man, I find it hard to lie to my significant other. I agree. I find it hard, like, like I literally have to work. It sounds bad, but I have to work to lie and then make it a good enough lie that they under, that they can like accept it. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm, I'm naturally an open person. I talk about everything. I want to so, discuss so, everything. But in this, in this topic, right, we're talking about lying and being vulnerable and, what I understand is not a lot of men are vulnerable in relationships immediately. You know it's what I mean? True. From the beginning. So, Well, I think Mahogany we, mentions, she kind of whispers something. I don't know if everybody heard it. She said, be yourself. Right. Um, and I think what I have found, I know that with a lot of my friends, when they met a girl, they weren't themselves, right? I remember growing up. And vice versa. Right? You meet a chick, you drive in your car when you meet her. The next day, you got your homie's car. The third day, you got your homie's homie's right. car. Right. Right. Switching up. Like, you, you stunting like you were somebody. Sound like you're trying to and you're not. Yeah. I mean, part of that is, part of that is what I would say we've been, it's been like a theme the past few uh, episodes. It's, it's part of the game, right? 
Yeah. You know, part of that is part of the game. And when you go in playing that game, then I think maybe it makes sense now what you guys are saying. Like when you go in playing that game to, I don't know, to not be yourself so that, you know, you can get what you want out of it, right? Maybe it's just sex that you want out of yeah, it. Yeah, but I mean, but maybe you want like you said. have a lineup that you can hit up, you know, someone different on Friday. <laughs> you want your, you want your starting five, right? But th- that is. That's the, ge- that's the game. But to right. me, that's not. When people are when people are more genuine and people decide that they want to be themselves, they're not playing. They're not playing a game, right? They can be vulnerable. They can be themselves from that's the start. Not, but that's not. And fair, they're not man. playing. They're not playing a game. Now the other person still may be playing the game. No, but I'm saying that's not fair. You can't, as a man, play the game for ten years and then decide you meet a woman you want to stop playing the game. Why not? In the words of Brother Muzon, the game is the game. No, I mean, but, but <laughs> actually, <laughs> men do that. Men do do that a lot. Yeah, but that's um, bullshit. But as a man who's done that, that's bullshit. I'm, I, I'll, I'll call myself out on what, it. What that's I would bullshit. say about all this is the reason why you play the game. You you play the game until you find the one. So yes, the game and the game is. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. Mahogany don't I agree. All the way I, in the back I, I wouldn't I mean, say you that. Don't play the but, game until you find the one. But everybody's different. Back to personal integrity. Everybody's right. different. Are you, are you this person today and this person tomorrow? But I don't. But here's do you, the thing. Do I don't know you. Okay. Game? So the point you is, I don't know you. To somebody that you. Don't yeah, yeah. Know. But playing a game does not mean I'm a bad man. I agree. I agree. I agree with eight Mike, and and I think you play the game until you're ready to no longer play the game, or or you don't. Right, right. Okay, and, so that's and understandable. And let's be clear: but, the but, game is not a bad thing yes, necessarily. Not no, it's no, not. no, it's, it's not. not. So I think we have to separate. We have to separate all these things. We have to separate the game from the people, from the players, right? From from the the scenery. The scenery could be your job. It could be where you live. But that's you know bullshit. what I mean. It could do, be a family. Do you separate NFL players from the NFL? Basketball players from the NBA. Yes. Why are yeah. you separating players from the game? You, because because you, <laughs> because and and and, and 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 to say it because some people because I'll give you an example. Tracy McGrady. I've heard people talk about Tracy McGrady could have been one of the greatest basketball players in the NBA, but you know what? He didn't practice. He didn't Hell game, no. He you know what I mean? So so there, you have to separate the players' mentality. So the players' mentality within the game. As well as where they're coming from, maybe they're coming from a a, a, a division one school, right? So maybe they have experience, or maybe they're coming from, uh, maybe they're coming straight up out of high school and they don't have any experience. And and it's the same thing when we talk about love. You got to separate love from the people that are in love, like or the people that are playing the game of love. You know what I mean? That's so fair. you you we have to kind of separate all these things and look at it individually, Before and then see how they really kind of come together. I agree. I just think I don't appreciate. I don't appreciate as somebody who doesn't willingly volunteer to to play in quote unquote the game being running game like you can't play you can't run game on somebody who doesn't want to run doesn't want to play the game man we all in Hunger Games right now I mean but but that's like you you can't you can't as a warrior fight somebody who ain't a warrior and then be like yeah I won you you ain't you ain't you fought fought a farmer that don't count (laughs) whether you want to be a part of the love game or not I mean you're in it right and that and that's true you're in it. I just think that you have to be mindful of who you are and playing up 
you know, putting your representative in while you're playing the game is is something that I just don't agree with. You can be yourself mm-hmm. while you're playing the game. I've seen it. I've seen it with my own two eyes. I've mm. seen people be themselves as they're quote unquote playing the game. They are still kind to people. They're still honest with them. The person knows, like, yeah, we we just fucking. But I don't have to call you a bitch and a hoe and be like, yeah, all them bitches and hoes I got. No, you know I'm talking to six people. You know I'm fucking six people, and you're cool with it or you're not. If you're not, I'm gonna move on. Like I've seen people the play the game that, with yeah. integrity. That's why you're so for that, to me, lucky. that's a misconception. I don't think calling a woman out of her name is part of the game. I don't think lying is part of the game. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, no, no. Th- that's, that's definitely part of the game. Uh, well, lying is, no, <laughs> is soaked in the game. Question. This goes back to the question about why women lie, and you tied it back into, I mean, not women, why men lie, you tied it back into playing the game. So that's not necessarily what we're talking about we know that all of us here know especially who have you know seasons in relationships we know that lying and cheating and being disrespectful doesn't have to be part of the game but everybody doesn't know that and what we're talking about is the fact that a lot of people men and women send in their representatives to play said game and then it blows up in their face that's part of the game i'm pulling up as part of the game (laughs) is part of the game (laughs) talking about like you gotta know where you are Playing your position or not. Some right. people play in chess and some people are playing checkers. Right. People who are lying, it's all about how fast can I get from point A to point B? That's checkers. Like for people who are really out here in the game trying to like be full of integrity and trying to like move to the next level, they're playing chess. But we're all in the same atmosphere. Are, can you, you can you honestly say you can play this game and have integrity? Yes. 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 And you and you know and you know and you know who you might be? You might be the person that continually gets your heart broken, continually gets your heart broken. But oh, you I've can established that but, 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 but you but you but that ain't news to me, But but you have a standard and you always you never drop below that standard. Because somebody broke your heart doesn't mean you're gonna go shit on the next person, right? Doesn't mean you're gonna go shit on the person after well, that. Like wait, wait, you, wait, did we get a buffer period? No, right, no. You played the game. You, play, you played the game. You played the game. He's right. The standards thing is that's a big part of it. And I don't know very many people's history here, but what I will say is that I know I have played the game with integrity, and I know that Ob One has played it with integrity. You Touché. know, there's a Thank there's you. a way that <laughs> you just gonna shit on your husband like that. Like, yeah, yeah. Ob Ob One to play the game with integrity. With respect, I'm not talking about with respect to me. I'm talking about with respect to the other people that you dated outside of me. You know. How I thought that you played the game was not how I. No, yeah, I mean, well, no. you know. Anyway. Oh, right. So I'm hey. yeah. I'm just saying it can Mo- be moving done. on. I'm just, I'm just it can be done. There's a specific standard that okay. I set for myself that I was not going to go above and below. But I was always honest with people. Mm. They always knew. They always knew. So yeah, when they go low, we go high. high pick up. <laughs> Fuck no! What you don't realize is when men go low, women been low, motherfucker. Your ass is going <laughs> That's down. That's true. Most women have integrity, ex- except if she doesn't know herself. Oh man! Oh, so, no. so, 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 oh, so, 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 whoa, 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 whoa! Oh, yeah, so you're look, fucked up. We was about to move on. Here's, here's the thing. <laughs> Ain't no moving on I now. Because if we go to a college campus, the same amount of women, men without integrity, there's the same amount of women. Fuck that without double. A Mike, A Mike will tell you. He learned the game from a woman. Facts. I mean, we all came from a woman. Oh, we talk about that later. <laughs> you said what? I said so, we all came from a woman. Got our name. So what I'm saying, we right. right, we've all we've all been, we've all been played, right? Yeah. We've all been played. Yeah. Like so, from 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 when we were younger, we've been played, yeah, and exactly. from that, we Fuck we that. we've about- we've learned we've learned how to maneuver. So right. for, for those of us who do have integrity, maybe we didn't give the same in the same exact way to kind of protect ourselves, right? right. But so those of us that may not have integrity, be like, damn, oh, I see what she did. 
I know how I'm, I'm going to get the next person so I can get what I want. And that sounds like right? some diabolical shit. That's how I learned the game. It was by playing the game and then coming across somebody who had impeccable integrity. And I was like, you know what? This is how you actually love somebody. So, yeah. like, both sides are important when playing the game because it's those who are teaching and they're those who are, like, learning yeah. for the yeah. first time. Yeah. So we've all been in a place where, like, damn, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm out here. I'm playing this game. I'm trying to have transactions yeah. relationships. Yeah. Until you run across somebody who, like, enlightens you and teaches you, like, hey, this game is not what you think it is. This is the way we operate in the real world with adult mm-hmm. responsibilities. Then that's when the game is elevated, and then that's when you become a different right. kind of player. I ain't, and, and that's why I ain't I be- never been no learner in the game. But sometimes well, it takes some time to get to that point. Though. Yeah, yeah, and that's why I think that you have to go into the game being vulnerable. Exactly. You have to because yeah. otherwise you 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 ain't gonna learn shit. Fuck all that. You just La- gonna be stubborn. <laughs> Fuck all that. Ladies, thirty and up, who willing to teach a nigga the game? <laughs> I'm open. <laughs> Out even more messed up exactly. than before. Because <laughs> she'll be some 65. <laughs> <laughs> I, got some game, yeah, I got some game for you, baby. Yeah, cool. I got some for her ass, too. <laughs> oh, man. But, let, you know, let's talk about some something positive when it comes to relationship. Um, so, um, you know, when you're in a relationship, what is something you like to, you, you like from your spouse after a long day? Like, you know, food, sex, whatever. Like, what would be ideal? Anyone? Acknowledgement Anyone? when you come through. You want the... your foot rubbed? <laughs> <laughs> now go ahead. Acknowledgement, like if you if you're coming home from work and your spouse is kind of there to uh-huh. greet you and they kind of give you a hug and a kiss, like that lets them know that they that lets you know that they were thinking about you. Um, so that's like a good first like impression, like acknowledgement, you know, at the long night. That's just one thing. What he had to say with the sexy voice, though. He's like, yeah. You know, that's a that's good. Response. Oh shit! Um, <laughs> is that a newlywed response? You want me? You want me bring it real? I want you to be ready, but ass naked, <laughs> word on, on the kitchen table that's with some biscuits response. and that's some some gravy <laughs> and some gravy. Yeah, and some gravy. Ladies, though, I mean, uh, I'm about to say, uh, go ahead. After a long day, um, what I would want for my spouse is really just peace, <clears throat> an hour to myself. To get my mind right before Yo. I, before he, uh, what is it, taps me in or whatever? Taps you in. <laughs> Whoa. Your time with the baby. Uh. <laughs> there you go. No, yeah. I guess to that point, right, I guess it, it goes to where you are in life, right? You know what I mean? So so I actually had this conversation this morning. And it's it's interesting because. Where you woke up at? <laughs> at my house, nigga. No. So to to Kayla's point, so my understanding of this whole concept, right, is unfortunate to say, but my my whole understanding of this came from like movies and media, right? So I thought, as a man, if I'm home first, my job is to welcome my significant other home, rub her feet, ask her how her day was, yeah. if she wants mm. some dick, give her that. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. Eat, eat, eat it when she comes you know in. What I'm you saying? know what I mean? But I, was yeah. told, I was told this morning, I was like, so would you like that? She looked at me and was like, nigga, no. I need you to leave me the fuck alone, go to the other room, yeah. and let me unwind first and Word. come home. Yeah. Maybe the best thing you could do is give her a glass of wine or whatever. She and mind my fucking business. Yeah, you got to know your spouse. You got to know right. your significant yeah. other. Because some people need, need this space. I like to think that um, my wife, you know, OB2, she needs her space from time to time. And you got to... Although I can't really say since we've been married, she's actually needed her space, which has been a surprising um, because I know when we were dating, when we were dating, I know I felt like she needed her space. But like, yeah, you got to you got to understand um, who you're dating, or who you're dating. To. You know what I mean? And you kind of learn it over time. But yeah, That's everybody bad. wants something. And, and, and sometimes, oh, sometimes you you she might want you too. 
you know how are you supposed to know welcome that? You, 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 you know understand. one thing about like this type of stuff is you can't do what you think makes a person happy you have to do what, what makes they actually want you to do so if like you know that all sounds good coming home and having dinner and cooking and cleaning but if she doesn't accept that and she gets mad because she really wants you to leave her alone, you can't be mad because that's what she wants. So you just have to be able to see, you know, really look and see what a person really wants from you. That's fair. And that's where that, you know, that love language quiz comes in. Yeah. Find it yeah. at your nearest Google. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> oh, shit. I took that shit. And I it changes, too. So you, mm-hmm. you should continue to um, do that. It changes. And some people, if you've never done it, they don't actually know their language. And mm-hmm. they're surprised to find out, like, oh, yeah, that is. So, yeah. I will say, though, as a man... I feel like it 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 flips because some days I come home from a long day. I would like my dick sucked, and I would like you know what I'm saying, like things like that. And there's other days where you know quality time. There's nothing wrong talking. with that. Look, <laughs> I, I don't think any thing. man <laughs> is not going to be okay in, coming in home dick, getting right. your dick sucked. Like, in your dick sucked is 100 like, percent a love I, language. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it is a love. Right. No, I don't and think. This, this is true. Well, I'm gonna need you to go ahead and open that language and suck some dick real quick. <laughs> open that language. What's he? What language he speaking? Cunning English. Speaking in tongues. <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> okay. That's a fact. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. No, but for real, I feel like I, so when I asked this question, I also asked, does it change? from age right and i feel like a man at 26 doesn't have the same wants coming home as a man at 30 as a man at 40 as a man at 50 yeah i genuinely think it changes oh yeah i mean they i mean uh a mike and k law just kind of spoke to that right it's like you tapping in you got the baby now (laughs) but if they didn't have a baby it might not be like that it might be i'm about to tap you out right you know what i mean back in the day i was about to say back in the day totally different i walk in the door it would be something completely different but now the most romantic thing he could say is sleep in yes (laughs) sleep in i got it yeah that's fine is that what i have to look forward to i mean yeah it's not necessarily i'm adopting at 50. (laughs) (laughs) yeah Um, you find other things that uh that'll make you feel like your dick is being sucked Really? Not really. No, I was I was trying to give you hope for a little bit, but ain't nothing like ain't nothing like a little what? Speaking in tongues. <laughs> you know that's gonna be the, the title oh. of the podcast, right? Oh, that's one hundred percent the title. That's gonna be the title of the episode. I just want you to know that. Oh no, I'll say that shit. What you mean? She asked me, so what would you like? My dick sucks. <laughs> I'm straightforward. No, but for real. Let, my dick for real. Let me tell you why men lie about that. Because I think let me, let me tell you why. Mister, I don't lie. That, no, 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 no. This is it's real simple. It's real simple. That that you shit is fucked up. No, 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 no. Now that you know you sh- up. that shit is known. I don't need to tell you. I need my dick sucked. You know, I, I want, want my, my dick, dick sucked. Suck. Like yeah. I don't need to tell you what you want right now. Well, you know what I want. <laughs> You know what I want. What if you're not in the mood? What if who's not in the mood? What if you're not in the mood to get who? your dick sucked? When? When? Where? Who, what, when, where, how? Wait, nigga, wait, 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 wait. Who, what, when, where, how, why? If I'm sleeping, I want my dick sucked. I'll give you comatose. If I'm in the shower, I want my dick sucked. What Chris Rock say? We you in my consent, I will write it on a piece of paper right now and give it to my lawyer. When in doubt, Word. suck my dick. <laughs> wait, 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 
Wait, I implore any of our listeners, find any man in the history of Earth ever who said, I don't want my dick sucked right now, babe. Wait, oh, he's, he's cheating on you. I don't and uh, oh, well, I, I'm, I'm glad you know. That's because uh, they know that dick stank from the woman that they was with before. Yeah, about to say, that's what it must be. Is that where that come? Let me smell your dick. Is, is that where that come from? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad Young Buck uh, brought us here because there was a, a young lady called Alexis of Scandalous. Alexis, Alexic, Alexis of Scandalex. That's her IG. Yeah, Scandalex. Her name is Alexis. Alexis, right, right. And IG Scandalex. I was under the impression that she did like a whole bunch of you know IG posts about sex talk, right? But this is like one of her first posts. Anyway, she had a, a few topics that she discussed, and I, I feel like it's only right that since we have ladies in the room, oh, and, you know, yeah, we're already there, we should talk about so many things, right? Can I, can I take this? Yeah, go ahead, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, because, um, so she did, a, <laughs> she did a YouTube video, right, and um, she called it Sex Talk. Uh, it was part one, part two. So these were questions that were asked of her, um, and this was part two of the Sex Talk. And she's supposed to be this free spirit, so... I'm assuming that she's very free in how she gives and has sex and all that. Um, so we just gonna kind of go through this. I'm I'm a I'm gonna talk about the questions that was asked of her and I'm gonna give her a response and I'm curious to what uh, everybody I hope everybody chimes in has to say. So um, <clears throat> she got <laughs> she what I, I know she said she don't talk about that's sex, what, but that's I, that's I, what I, I, said I I don't I know I don't though. I don't follow her. Let's do it. But sure. um, so the first one was talking about. And this one is definitely for the ladies, but the first one was talking about size versus stroke. And so her response to that was basically she said, you know, sh uh, she said stroke is everything. She said it really don't matter about the size because you could have a, you know, big penis, I guess, and not know what you're doing. She said stroke is everything. So, uh, ladies, size versus stroke. Oh, shit. Oh. Stroke. I, I will say there was a movie that said it ain't the size of the boat. It's the motion <laughs> of the ocean. ocean. So, so yeah. As, so I, was, I said this before the uh, podcast started. The best sex advice I ever got. Yes, please. The best sex advice I ever got. 90%. Oh, shit. What did he say? He said 90% um, foreplay, 10% finishing, and long, deep strokes in between. <laughs> Yo. That is actually, That is very Yo. good. Yeah. Yo, I'm saying. I'm saying. I, I, and look, I, I, look at all the women that doubted me before the podcast started. I got to say. That nigga sound like he on point. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yo, say it again just so I can remember. 90% foreplay 10% finishing and long deep strokes in between so that that brings up the problem with why a lot of women haven't orgasm is because men don't do foreplay thank you yeah and niggas listen pay attention <laughs> I'm calling on my niggas listen and uh, well okay all right besides that I didn't want to you know blame that it and on niggas me. don't know what a clit is but, but foreplay is foreplay 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 is very uh, important, but from foreplay you can learn what a clit is, or you could ask. Yeah, you can. Ask. You could be shown. You can definitely ask. So, yeah, so ask. to that to that point, <laughs> damn. To that point, God damn. To that point, I am ashamed to say the first four times I started eating pussy, I was eating the hole and not the clit. <laughs> <laughs> you was eating the hole. So, 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 were you a puffer fish? <laughs> Yo, I appreciate Yo, you. Ain't nobody ever. Bitterly, ain't nobody ever say, this, nigga. Uh, and you know what? I would have appreciated if a woman said, "Bitch, that ain't what you're supposed to be doing down there." She doesn't want to lie. Or she didn't know. She didn't want to tell the or truth. Or she didn't yeah. know. Or no. she, that's true. Or no. she didn't know. Or she didn't know. Fellas, fellas, the trick. No, you know. know. You know what changed my life? 
You know what changed my life, honestly speaking? What? And we can continue on, but you know what changed my life? Fucking Tumblr. Women came together so, as a unit and put together a 50-page slide point on how to eat the pussy. Well, yeah, I, I saw that. Come <laughs> With on. paragraphs. I, we'll, we'll, talk, we'll, talk about, um, we'll talk about Tumblr. But so to piggyback off what the women said, just from my own perspective, I'll, I and, and oh, I'm, a, I'm, a he- I'm a heterosexual <laughs> male, so I'm only having I've only I'm only having sex with my wife. Uh, let me be clear, um, she's a woman. Uh, <laughs> not that I'm just yeah, but, I get um, you. Yeah, I'm not, but uh, yeah, I mean, I don't I and and me personally, I don't know if I'm big, small. I really don't care. Ain't no shame in my game. If you think I got a little penis, oh well, I don't care. I think it's I, can't I it, think man. it's definitely all about the work that you're putting in. Like if you if you putting in work, it, it it don't matter because you putting in work. If you about pleasing the person that you're with, it don't really matter because you putting in work. So I'm all for that work too. And able to take direction. Oh, yeah. So I I like I that. I appreciate that. And the reason why I appreciate that because a lot of women are afraid to tell men when say, they're not yeah. doing something yeah. right, yeah. and they're also afraid to tell a man when it wasn't good and how they want it. And so I think. To your point, women give more direction. Thank you. And and stop lying about orgasms, please. Yes. 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 Stop lying. And and that is why I'm a firm believer that people should not have sex until they're married. Well, I I was with you, player. I was with you. Yeah, I was like, where he going with this? (laughs) No, because I because I think sex complicates stuff. well, not true. <laughs> and the reason why, and the reason why I say that is one, I do think, I do think sex, I do think sex complicates things, right? Because if the no, sex, if the sex is good, you're like, damn, I want to be with this person. If the right, sex right. is bad, you're like, damn, I don't want to be with this but person. I think that, that sex isn't everything, though, because to, to sex like, is young, not everything. Young Buck's point about his ratios, and I'm still trying to process that. <laughs> but like, primarily with women, it's eighty percent cerebral anyway. So if like in my mind, mind fuck we're there already. Yeah. Then it's only like twenty percent to go. Right. Very no, very true. So I guess what I'm trying to say is, um, so foreplay doesn't have to always be physical. So I, and what I, mm. very true. And foreplay doesn't Pop always have to be shit. in the moment. Foreplay could be all day long, right? Yeah. yeah so, but what I'm trying to say is that um, I I believe that good sex can be taught, right? I believe that if you if you if you care about somebody, you can take the time to help grow them. Both men and women can help grow them to get to the point where you're both being pleased sexually. But you got to be open so, to that. Well, yes, you do have to be open to that. And a lot of people are not open to that. And I think a lot of people are missing out on good people and good relationships because they're so focused on the sex was bad or the sex was good. Or is the sex going to be good or is the sex going to be bad? As opposed to getting to know the person and then allowing that foreplay because growing emotionally is also foreplay. And then when it actually comes, you know, it's probably going to be good if you've grown, but it could be better because you can say, you know what? I like what you did, but this is what I really like. And I, I think th- I do think that should be a couple's time, right? They should take time to do that. A lot of couples don't do it, um, but they should definitely take time to do that because I think given direction, both men and women will help that sexual experience. But that was Alexis's whole point. Uh, that's the reason why she said what she said. She said because it's a lot of people out here missing out on good sex and like good relationships short. because they won't speak up. So yeah. it's it is about speaking up. It is about being open minded. So yeah. All right. Yeah. What was it? Listen, listen. For people who are pleasuring women, it takes a certain amount of friction involved. If you want to have a clitoral 
orgasm. That's some yeah. real so shit. that's why the stroke is important. Fellas, well, no, no, wait, wait. Public so, service uh, announcement, yes. fellas. We are losing to the fucking shower heads. Well, we need to step our game up. So, so to that point, and then we're gonna move on. I'm gonna say this last thing. Um, women, <laughs> women can have an orgasm without clitor- clit- uh, clitorial right. stimulation. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. Next, next thing she talked about. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. All right, I'm sorry. Go on. Because I could challenge it the same way and say men can have an orgasm without having their prostate. Absolutely. Fuck that. So, so see, as this I is what I'm saying, like, to your point, where you can say women can have an orgasm without clitoral stimulation. That is true. Mm-hmm. Men can have an orgasm the same way, but when it comes to direction and who's taking direction better, if you're vulnerable enough to be in that space to even receive feedback, then that's when it goes to a whole nother level. Absolutely. Because if you're just on this transactional thing, yeah. like I'm here to get this or do this, and I don't care about what else is happening, you start not wrong. Which a lot of guys you're already are. Already compromising, like. Which a lot of guys are. And a lot exactly. of women too. Okay. And women too. Women like, too. Yeah. Some women are like. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, so the next thing she she asked and uh, was uh, the craziest place you ever had sex, right? And for her, she said an amusement park on a Ferris wheel. I don't even know if she said she had sex. She said, "Y'all know what we did." I don't know what that means. She she watched the show. No, 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 no. She she also said dressing room. Oh, that's a good one. So I'm curious. Where is the craziest place y'all have ever had sex? (laughs) Oh, I got the the eye emojis. Classroom. What? Dirty motherfucker you. <laughs> yeah, I mean it was done it was it was after ACT prep was done. That's a nasty nigga. Okay. But you know what? I'd have done the same shit. <laughs> Everybody was gone, you know. Anybody else? In the car. In the car? Yeah, the college is definitely the car. In the bathroom? The bathroom? You talking about he nasty. That is gross. That is disgusting. When somebody says the bathroom, the bathroom of um, gotta be public. No, 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 no. that's not my fault. Crazy, shit happens. (laughs) But I mean, Uh, well, you know what? I guess outside with people watching a jacuzzi. Jacuzzi, yeah, that could be disgusting. Oh, I know. That's that's all. I was there. Oh shit, you bastards. Oh, that's that's some nasty shit. (laughs) They are. They didn't even say shit. Anybody say movie theater? Movie theater. I'm always trying to figure out how people do that. You go to a movie right. where ain't nobody in there. It's okay, dark. that's fair. But there's, there's no fun in that. There's no fun in that if there's nobody there. Where's the rush of getting caught? It's like don't drop your phone on the floor. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. a fact. Yeah, all right, so ain't nothing really too crazy. No. Yeah. I mean, yeah. what is crazy, though? What is crazy? I don't know. What would be the, crazy? The, when you don't have your own place to live, then... You know. To me, yeah. honestly, I don't think anywhere is crazy unless it's like in the living uh, on the dance floor at a party. That's what I'm right? saying. People like watching. No, like you know you what I mean. Crazy? You know what's crazy? I don't know if y'all. Uh, it was a few years ago um, when there was like a, the spring break where everybody goes to Miami, uh-huh. and that woman and that man were having sex in the elevator, and it was like ten people on the oh, elevator yeah. watching them. Yeah, that's, that's, that's crazy. crazy. Like a, that's <laughs> or, or like a, a museum or something like that. Yeah, like that's crazy. you know, you like, fucking in front of the Mona Lisa. That's to crazy. me, any anywhere else is just regular shit. Like crazy is where there's yeah, people around and somebody could just turn their head. Sex and they on see the airplane? You. Is that crazy? Yeah. yeah. Uh, wait, in the bathroom or yes, outside of the bathroom? That's crazy. Yeah, sex on the airplane is crazy. I can hardly get like a drink on time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's just on my bucket list. Like, can you imagine? Yeah, sex on the airplane is crazy. That's right, so, just on my bucket list. So the next one is probably nasty for, uh, I would say, a lot of women uh, is period sex. No, it's not. And um, real women know that that's not nasty. <laughs> about to she say, uh, she uh, said <laughs> she down for period sex. I'm down for period sex too. So uh, let's be clear here. Ditto. I, I've been called a bitch because of that. Because oh. you don't like period sex? Yeah, because it has to be with the person that I'm with. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know I just don't like, have period sex with everybody. Yeah, so. <laughs> what I look like. 
<laughs> AIDS walking around. <laughs> oh, shit. But yeah, my understanding is is most women are okay with period sex. Not. <laughs> yeah, this reminds me of one of my good friends. I'm laughing because he was forced to have period sex. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. She took it and uh, <laughs> wait, she took what, my, my guy? What, what, what do you think? Oh my god, I'm sorry, we should not be laughing about rape. Uh, thank no, you. thank I'm, you, thank you. Here we Look, go. it was with, I don't think he classified it as rape, he didn't want to have it on the period, but he did. And um, just him, him talking, I don't know, I don't know, but him talking about it is pretty funny. Just like I can just picture his face, like, yeah, man. Like we had sex, and I think that uh, anyway, I'm giving too much of his information out. But I, yeah, <laughs> did he come? <laughs> did he come? I don't know. You better call him and ask him why. Yeah. I mean, at that point, if you already in, fuck it. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, once, once you, you in there, there <laughs> stop you get it come on. Right, right. But like leading up to it, you're like, nah, I don't want to do and, that. And and, and and I do want to ask this though: period sex over random anal sex? What? Because you, ne- you what the fuck is random? And when I and I, when I say random anal sex, what I what I mean what what I mean is it, it wasn't it wasn't planned, right? So basically, not like random person, but not a random person, but it was just random. Yeah, yeah, like, I'm well, if you don't want shit on your dick, yeah, you should logistically speaking, anal sex is is very hard to plan anyway. It, in and of no, look, look, sure, yes, it it can be right. I get I get where you're coming from. So. Oh, <laughs> this news to me. Look, look, but if but if you're doing it, if you're doing it in a random place, she might not have known. But anyway, but period sex over 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 anal sex, and I don't mean the pleasure of it, but the idea that I mean the guy could pull some shit out, pull some shit out yeah, for real. Yeah. Definitely happened before. For some I'd rather let me. T- so <laughs> I had period sex one time. And I will never do that shit again <laughs> in my life with somebody who is not my fucking wife. That's what I'm saying. I was, like, I, was yeah. talk, I was talked into the shit. We was in the car. She's like, I mean, you can come inside. I'm on my period. But, you know, that don't really mean shit. So and I'm thinking. told you in the car. No, 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 no. But she was, she was confident. She's like, it's not a lot. I was like, okay, cool. So we went in. We, we fuck, Wait, we fucking. It's pitch dark. I don't see shit. I, I get dressed and I go home. Motherfucker, I went to take a shower. I thought I was dying. The amount of. Yo, that's yeah. disgusting. First, yeah. of all, first of all, period, first period of all, sex yeah. is only supposed to happen in one place. Yeah, in the shower. <laughs> in the shower. Oh. No, well, actually, um, Alexa said, just put a towel down. That's there wasn't enough towels. I guess you could do that too. Yeah. You just look, man. Don't look at. Don't look at what? Don't yeah, look at the blood. It, that, that's been look my thing. It. Just don't look, look at through it. Look through it. Look through it. Y'all, no, no, I almost fainted, I, motherfucker. I don't <laughs> know Exchanging all kinds of bodily fluids. It's not, not like just wash, wash it off. Just wash, wash it, it off. Wait, period, period, period is normal to women. <laughs> right? Right. Exactly. It, there's a reason it, I wasn't a doctor. It, it comes it once a month. Yeah. yeah. I get woozy at yeah. the like, Yeah. Well, so, all women know that, like, during that time, like, yeah, you probably want it more than you would usually do. Very true, right? Clearly, if you're in a place with a certain person, you're like, let's put the towel down, let's get a shower, whatever. But like to not know to be gamed, I don't know, because she told you in the car. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> no, 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 no. There's one thing you're saying. I'm spotting. There's another thing when you open the door and no, no. you see half this bitch body on your on your, your shirt. No. You knew that. Yeah. So <laughs> so. And that's why we call him Young Buck. <laughs> you spotting. I'm gonna tell y'all the secret. Oh my also, god. Because of the arousal. We bleed more. That's so true. during sex. So what you're saying is she, I caused that shit. No, I'm just saying. If she was spotting <laughs> in the car, if okay. she was spotting too. You're pulling it out. Yeah, and yeah, you yeah. you start yeah. to get aroused, yeah. you bleed more. 
Totally, because every woman has had that experience where, like, oh man, I wasn't supposed to start for three days, and then I saw you, and now it's early. Just, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Is that what that means? Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. hormones sh- fuck yeah. shit up. I just yes. want y'all to know, y'all are not convincing up. me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so, y'all making so, shit worse. The, so the period, the period comes from. Um, from the uh, the lining, right? The lining is, is shedding, shedding right? Yes. Because of uh, an increased Preparing amount of egg. estrogen. Exactly. And Why don't you just let her talk? I'm about to say, my nigga, is it fuck? I just want to hear how no, All these, I'm yeah, because I don't know shit. So I just said it. it from an increased amount of estrogen and progesterone that causes that's the, like how the cycle works. So when it gets to the point that a period's about to happen and the the egg is already making its way out and the lining starts to bleed, so. Um, I forgot why I was saying that, to be honest with you. <laughs> um, you know what I'm fact, saying? Though. But yeah, good fun fact. All right. So uh, the, the next, the last one that she, there was others, but uh, just the real one that I want to discuss right here is squirting versus peeing. Um, and she said, it, she actually said it's actually peeing versus peeing. Um, and I concur. Yeah. Who said this, Alexis? Yeah. Alexis said, I, yeah. no, I, it I is peeing. I don't think she knows either. It's peeing. Where, 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 where's it coming from? Where's it coming? It's coming from a woman who does not know her body. No, 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 no. Where, where is the squirting coming from? I mean, why? What you gonna say? No, no. So, so what he's getting at is it's the same so uh, tube or whatever. Said on her video, uh huh. She said it's coming from the urethra. Now that's it is. What she said. It is. Well, it ain't coming from the 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 vaginal tube. It's coming from the urethra. What else comes from there? Pee. Even men don't come from the urethra. But anyway, I'm just saying. <laughs> The vast that, difference. That yeah. yeah, men don't come from the urethra, but women come from the urethra. You know what else comes from there? Piss. So you think it's, it's pee? It is piss. It might have it it's might have not. other fluids mixed in with Did it. You say women come from the urethra. The squirting. That's what I mean. Squirting. I don't think uh, K Law agrees. I would like no, to. No, no. Oh. I, I just thought he said women. I, I was, yeah, just right. So uh, as far as I'm concerned, squirting is peeing. I'm I don't, I'm not opposed to it, but it's peeing. So, so if you want to be all up in it with your tongue out like a nasty motherfucker, hey, some people like to be pissing on. Just ask the chicks R. Kelly mess with. So Alexis doesn't know. Like, I women, want to pee on you. Like a, I don't want to say like a prostate, a prostate, like men do, but it's the same type of process. Like yes, it comes out of the same place, but it is not urine. Okay, you're gonna have to give me the facts on that. Well, not right now. Well, I, I, I just after think, the fact. I think I'm curious. I don't think anybody really knows is the thing. Like I've I've read a lot of you know I've done a lot of research on it, and people you hear different things from different people. What? I don't think people really know exactly what it is until you've been with a woman who has squirted, then you won't know. That is not I've been with a woman who squirted. I know what the fuck it was. Okay, <laughs> what was exactly. it? It didn't look like pee though. So it, I yeah, wasn't it doesn't look like pee. <laughs> Did you taste it? No, motherfucker. Yeah, I want to taste like, shit. It tastes like water. Ta- Why what? do we care? Um, I. Why do we care? I mean, I, some, I'm, I'm with you. Some some people might be like, "Damn." With the, with I am a bit curious. I, I'm with you. Why do you care? I mean, if you in it, you in it. I mean, so question, so so question. Since you in it, you in it. If you letting a woman squirt on you, you gonna let her pee on you? Since it's the same thing. I mean, some people. Like uh, that. I don't have an issue with that. So you let a woman stand up and piss on you. <laughs> if we in it, we in it. I, <laughs> nah, nigga. Yeah. Nah, nigga. They taste up. I ain't never that much in it that somebody go piss on me. <laughs> I finna whoop your ass. That's some. Not yeah, cause I mean, so so it, ladies, 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 y'all letting niggas piss on y'all? Well, you know, I've been propositioned, but I was like, no, thank you. Right. That's and that's the difference. Like, if you are consciously thinking about it, you're gonna say no. But if you are in it and it happens, that's disrespectful. Fuck it, let's go. Because if I'm in it and I bust but on your face, people, it's a problem. Some people are into that though. It's possible that you could be busting on the face and 
it's piss. Yeah. And you're actually peeing on the face. <laughs> yeah, that, that does happen hey. too. Yeah. Look. It does happen too. Yeah. Look. As yeah. a woman who is with women, there is a distinct difference. It is not your facts. I, I'm cool with that. I'm just asking <laughs> these motherfuckers who I mean, said it's the same shit. No, we didn't say it's the same <laughs> shit. I'm going to check you. I think it's the same. I think it's the same, but look, you, you, maybe, maybe the A Mike's uh, point, nobody really truly knows. I mean, I guess I get you're talking from experience, scientists talking from science, you know, doctors, know. whatever, whatever. So I, I don't, I don't know that they, I don't, I don't know they that really they really know. know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Listeners, it's the same thing. It's the same thing as is pre come really come? Yes, it is. We've established this. You dumb motherfucker, you. It's not. That doesn't make Thank it come. K-Law. Having sperm K-Law. in it. Say it again for the people in the back. This cup has alcohol in it. But is this alcohol? Yes, yes bitch. No, like it's what? a cup. <laughs> it's a cup. Put that cup down. It's a cup. Oh, uh, he drunk. No. I'm speaking facts. Obi-Wan does not talk for all the men here. Please. <laughs> Pre-cum is not cum. Yo, you tripping. Okay, you know what? But it can carry put, It can carry semen. Put pre-cum in your wife and see if she get pregnant. Pre-cum is just, that, it's just natural mm-hmm. fluids that the, that the penis emits to neutralize the acidity of the vagina. And it can carry. It semen. can have semen. Yeah. So what I'm trying to say is... It, we call it pre-cum, but the actual fluid is not cum, but it can have semen in it. So they're two different. They're still two and different things. And you can things. still get pregnant from pre-cum. And that's the that's difference. The like, yeah. that's the pre-cum is not a you're scientific not, you're term. You're not getting pregnant. She's not getting pregnant. What did she say? You said what? If a woman squirts, like, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is true. Back to the topic. It's <laughs> not happening. So it, okay still. can you get pregnant off of pre-cum? Yes. I mean, absolutely. pre-cum is not a scientific term, so I don't know. Yeah, pre-cum plus ovulation is a pregnancy. Yes, All right. Not again. <laughs> <laughs> trust, trust me, not I've if done you, the research. Not if you pre-cumming on the face. Anyway, oh I'm going to hand it off to A-Mike. Yeah. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Which is they say the babies? Save the baby. <laughs> That's what. Well, she babysitting. Well, it depends on what side of the. Say the baby. If you swallow it, are you you yeah. saving it? Right? No. There you go. That's murder. That's cannibalism. Not if you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're gonna move on, guys. Uh, we're gonna go into rapid fire. So back to you. Uh, Sorry, gonna... I just love doing. Yeah, it. let's let's go to rapid fire. So we kind of talked about the first one, quarantine chill. We all know how we doing with quarantine chill. We all working from home, staying six feet apart, yada, yada, yada. All right. Wait, wait, wait. If I have to be honest with you, I don't think Americans are really doing that. Fuck no. Uh, me and my <laughs> wife were driving around yesterday. We seen a lot of motherfuckers just hanging together. Y'all live in Baltimore. No, no, no. We saw them. <laughs> <laughs> we, was in, we were in PG County. And then we stopped at my parents' house. And they chilling with four other niggas at the house. I'm like, what is going on? I wouldn't have came in. Y'all tripping. I'd have been like, no, oh. I mean, they were outside. So... I would say that we're just not taking it seriously. I mean, even us here, we're I not. I say y'all chose today to have the biggest podcast, you know, when we supposed to be corner to corner. I mean, I'm remote, so whatever. So I, <laughs> I, I do think, hey, hey, we gonna, I do think that um, a lot of people are not taking it seriously. Yeah. I mean, there is the idea that, you know, your family, your friend, people that you're close with, you still feel comfortable you're right, going to be right, around right. them, but you are still social distancing just from going out in public, what you're touching, who you're being. Like, we're, we're still less than 10 in this room, you know what I mean? Um, so we, we are trying to do the best that we can. Um, but, yeah, people aren't taking it seriously. And at the end of the day, man. I'm taking it seriously and I'm not. We could like, do better. So I'm, yeah. taking, yeah. I'm taking well, it seriously I agree. professionally. Like, please don't call me, like. Oh, professionally. <laughs> call it's a like, it's I'm a fact. Email, I, via email. Professionally, I'm serious, but personally, I'm like, kind of 
upset that there's like nothing. No entertainment. Still Uber Eats. I'm out here. I'm out here. Yeah. Uber everywhere. I mean, look. I want those chicken wings. I'm sorry. There are still people that are going to the go go. Still people going to the strip club. Yes. Still people. Still people. No, that's your cousin. I did go down to see the cherry blossoms. I did. Oh, you did? Yeah. You know, people. Was there a lot of people out there? There was hardly anyone down there. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, so we, everyone caught on when the weather started. To. I mean, we definitely do need to take it seriously. Um, you know, a, as much as possible. Like we still gotta get out for our sanity. Hopefully, when the weather gets out, we can you know, so, do a few more things outdoors. But so I say that to say that I'm 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 good. Like I don't have any issues. I'm not like oh I got cabin fever and stuff. Everything is normal for me. Yeah. Uh, you know I've yeah. been playing video games a little bit more. Right. That don't bother me. Netflix. I'm good. You yeah, know. staying inside don't bother me. Yeah. I'm cool with that. Now my wife, on the other hand, goodness gracious, yeah, uh, she's she's dying. I don't think she love me no more. I was saying to Easy <laughs> that I'm naturally a nester, so I feel fine just staying in the house. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, yeah, reading yeah. and watching TV and all of that good stuff. Yeah, I've been comfortable. But socially, too. it is like I I I I like my being alone, but. I also like having the option of being going out and yeah. Well, you know my my. But you don't have that taking that option away is really yeah. Like so for my job, I still have to go out. So like I still up until last week, I was still going to work. Probably next week, I'm gonna go in for a couple of days. I do have another job where I have to go in. So as a as a healthcare worker, so you got to back up off me, bro. So as a healthcare worker, so you know, um, I'm getting all the interaction that I care to have. Uh, so <laughs> I mean, it's, it's tough. Like personally, like dating somebody and being excited about dating in the middle of the quarantine. Yeah, like, that's gotta oh be crazy. Yeah. It's yeah. like sometimes it's, it's like not. okay, where we are right now, like we're comfortable in each other's personal space. But like, what if we weren't? It's like I don't want to like quarantine cuties. Like maybe not. <laughs> you know? Quarantine bay. Yeah, quarantine like, bed, nah. all the people got turned down these last two weeks. Like, nah, I'm not quarantining. With I, I think a lot of people yeah. were uh, trying to make sure they had something to lock down with. Yeah, that's that's to dumb. Lock down and then in the, in the right place, because like yeah. some people uh, you don't smart. use like three ply toilet paper. <laughs> but that's like, that was when we're finding out. Like, I agree with you. Yeah. She like, asking the essential I, questions. I couldn't yeah. quarantine. Yeah, like, some people drink Jameson. Some people drink like you know. Yeah. I, I couldn't quarantine until unless it was the person I was gonna marry. Exactly. Like, cause after a while, you like you look. The snowstorm is over. Go home. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Bye. You need me to call you an Uber. <laughs> right. Got you. Like you know, Uber's mad tripping. Like with the whole hat. <laughs> like, I'm not walking you to your Uber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So, all right. Um, next one. Oh, both of these we did post on IG. So the other one that we posted on IG was um, how do you feel about your significant other watching porn or going to the strip club? And That's we kind of we did touch on this a little bit um, about you know. Uh, going to the strip club and we kind of equated it to the same thing as the uh what the naked breakfast or whatever the naked uh, yeah naked yeah. brunch naked where um basically you can have naked women come to your home and they'll cook for you and um, serve you boys and serve you or, or dinner yeah. or whatever yeah so how y'all feel about that especially especially porn i think strip clubs is is almost like a um and it's going to the club but like porn like i'm sitting at home like all right babe you know what time it is. Like, I watch my porn. <laughs> <laughs> I don't well, think it happens like that. For both, for, for both of those things, it's only a problem if there's a problem. Yeah. Mm. If there's a problem somewhere else, those things are only a problem. Well, will become a problem as well. But other than that, it doesn't bother me. Now, so, if you, for example, if, if, if every day 
You come home and you watching porn and you supposed to be putting the baby to sleep and giving the baby a bath. <laughs> got an addiction. Uh, you yeah, got you got a problem. Or you waking me up in the middle of the night every night because the bed is shaking because you watching porn <laughs> on your phone. Yeah. We got problems. To Go to the guest room. We got other That's- issues, but there's it's really only a problem if there's something else happening. What about watching porn together? No, no problems. No problems. I don't know, I don't know. What about the issue with the you know? being watching this porn over and over again and then trying to bring that into the relationship in a disrespectful way Ooh. so well that, it, that's the problem though okay. there's already a, any any scenario you could give me i can find you the underlying problem but i would ask what what is a uh, disrespectful way is. what is a disrespectful way you know, slap your lady in the well, face like with something dick. you just saw that mm-hmm. you want to try out that yeah. we have not discussed like right. oh now and i got try a new it? name yeah. or now you got a new position like you don't know nothing about amazon stop before you throw your back out <laughs> Amazon. Here. We're not going to the emergency room. Everything is. What do you call them things? The, the whatever bash they called on people's faces. Oh, uh, when they smack them with the dick on no, the face. No, when you just, oh, see, just oh. like all over somebody's face. Yeah, face. when you nut on somebody's face. It's a name for it. Squirt on somebody's no, face. No, not Superman. Facial. Facial. Oh, facial. facial. But you know, you have. But uh, y'all get that at the spa all the time. You know. So no, what's the difference? Different. I I do have a question. Would we categorize Tumblr as porn? Oh God, I love Tumblr. Whoa. Seen enough of Tumblr. I've, I mean, every. Well, no, no, no. So new, new Tumblr doesn't count, right? New Tumblr, new Tumblr doesn't count, but old Tumblr. So, every so time I've seen it, it has been more towards the the soft porn situation or even hardcore. But I don't, I don't know if that's all. Is that so, all there is to it? It's, no, it's very Tumblr. So Tumblr is is another social media platform, right? Think of it like think of it like Black Planet, right? Oh, or Reddit. So basically, you have your page. And you post stuff and you repost stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And so the reason why I say, is it like porn? And and they've they since censored all the sexual stuff on Tumblr because there was there was a lot of child child pornography on there, things like that, right? Yeah. Incest is really big on there. Mm-hmm. Um, um, rape play is really big is on there, like right? These are these are what people post, right? Yeah, so somebody post. is into rape play, they'll they'll talk about, yeah, my daddy just came home and put his penis in me and I loved it and now I'm pregnant stuff like that so Tumblr so and they'll build a community but but it's also it's also you know it's also regular stuff where people are actually cataloging their own sexual exploits with their significant other and and things like no no, it could be anything you could could post anything but there's a real big community that is involved in 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 sex so they'll they'll you know you'll do you'll put on different posts and be like yeah um it's it's actually it's also a mix of tick not tiktok um what's the other one with the uh um, oh snapchat no what's the other one the, the sex one that people you gotta buy Oh, um, OnlyFans. It's also it's also like a mix of OnlyFans because he'd be like, yeah, see, that my, must be more see, recent. See, no, no, it, no, it's always been like that. Yeah, you guys want to see more movie. videos? Send me, you know, things like uh, that. That's where say, it started. Yeah. OnlyFans started from Tumblr. I will say, I will say, Tumblr is very informative. Like I said earlier in the show, yeah. Tumblr taught me how to eat pussy. But but Listen, it, it no 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 but but no. No, but but not even not even joking so yeah not so even joking the yeah. wonderful thing that I enjoyed about Tumblr is there are communities of people like so there's there's a, there's a whole subset of people who like young people who don't know things about sex so instead of having to ask or instead of googling and figuring shit out the wrong way there is a community of people that teach and show 
and give examples of what to do. And I just think that's so it's it, it's important. And it is important for learning sex. Like you don't learn this in sex ed. And that's what Tumblr. I think that's kind of what what Tumblr started out. It it was definitely a very informative. Mm-hmm. I think people found themselves on Tumblr, right? They kind of found the things they like sexually, and and I think they went mm. and they tried to explore. It. I I love Tumblr. I think Tumblr was a great platform. Is it's since changed? Rest I wouldn't I wouldn't I, call about, it. I how wouldn't about call we get it back to the topic. I wouldn't call it porn. <laughs> I'm about to get back to it. I wouldn't call it porn, but um, I think it's definitely an avenue. But um, if we, I anyway, I guess we should get back to it. Yeah, oh, we so got real off. But watching porn or going to a strip club, I'm cool with I it. I, I would like to do it with my significant other, either or. Yeah, I don't. I don't see the big deal, and yeah. you know, um, as long as it's not done in a <laughs> negative way, and and doesn't cause problems. And I, I think the key to anything like this is communication. Like you said, you can't watch porn and be like, "Yo, I'm just gonna bring it to the table and not communicate with your partner," because that is disrespectful. But if it's something you see and you guys talk about it, and it's something you're willing to try together, it could be exciting. And um, you know, going to the strip club with your partner or watching porn with your partner can bring you guys together sexually it can right i think that's a good opportunity to kind of be like hey babe watch this like what do you think right i i i do want to do this like yeah. how do you feel about right. that like i think it's right. a good way to kind of bring that about if you if you're a little bit timid and really saying what you may want sexually it's like do you, are you aroused by this like does this turn you on do mm-hmm. you like this i would like to try this um and and i think the great thing about sex is that you could be what people would consider very conservative, right? Maybe straight missionary and not realize that there are so many other things that you can do to enhance that sexual pleasure with your significant other. And seeing some of these things kind of helps you to kind of grow in that. Like, I, I don't think sex just has to be, you know, vanilla. It doesn't have to be vanilla, right? It can be vanilla. If you're cool with vanilla, cool. If you're not, and you want to just maybe explore more, that's why porn is porn is great. Strip I clubs that, I just. I definitely think that's valid to 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 go in there. It's it's research. Yep. yep, yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I also think the limits of the um, human imagination are vast. So I mean, I can imagine certain things, and you can imagine certain things, mm-hmm. and we talk about those things without the aid of pornography, without the aid of women faking orgasms, and, and very. Well, it depends what you're watching. Huh? But <laughs> I think I think porn is also an outlet as well for a lot of people, right? Maybe they're not getting what they want sexually. Maybe they know they can't get what they want sexually, so they do look to porn to kind of get that. So it's not building any type of frustration for them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think it is also an outlet. I, yes, I have a vast imagination like anybody else and you're right we can come up with certain things that we want to do um but porn can maybe help push that along a little bit further or easier or it can get dangerous right i mean yeah like, well those are the extremes come in, like if you come in in like a latex get up i'm like get your ass <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't knock it that. till you try it i might have said what, <laughs> what type of latex get up we talking about <laughs> And again, that that, co- that boils down to communication. You know what I mean? Like, no, you're right. but like, I feel I, like. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Um, thanks, young blood. <laughs> um, so, like, you you never know, and that's where it gets tricky. Because, like, I I was actually talking to my girl about this, and she was like, "Well, I don't care if it's not, I don't care about if it's not excessive or it doesn't color like the person's version of reality, because that that's where it gets dangerous. It's right. like, oh, like maybe in conversation naturally with your partner, you would like." You know, have little pet names or whatever, but all of a sudden you watch a porn and now you're calling me like a slut or you like <laughs> saying all this wild stuff and I'm not there with you. And it's like, hold on, who you talking to? Kill the whole vibe. But is that so? It may kill the whole vibe, but I don't think that's wrong in the sense that you try it to see how they're going to react. 
Now, if they don't like it, but wait, if 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 you if you have that, if you're comfortable and you have that relationship with your significant other, and you know they maybe call you a slut or maybe they choke you and you don't like it, and you're like, I'm sorry, you're you're doing a little too much. You know what I mean? And they're like, (laughs) you know that 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 does open up that conversation. Like, oh, you know what? I'm sorry, I was trying. I got caught away. You know what I mean? But that's prior to that's to my point. One so one thing. We've, I feel like we've, we've missed to discuss right here is sexual compatibility. Like I wanted to bring this up earlier mm-hmm. Obi- uh, when, when, you, when you said something about um, we should wait waiting, to have sex. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I, while I, I somewhat agree, sexual compatibility is a real thing, and and you can be as open as you want, you can be as willing to learn as you want, but sometimes you have limitations that you just can't get past. I disagree, and because you're not sexually compatible with somebody, I think you can get anybody to that point. Nah, not if you're not nah. Some people, them. some people aren't into anal. Some people aren't like like some some men might not be into getting pegged, pegged by their yeah. pegged, pegged by their wife. And Fuck. and, and you know what I'm saying like and and you know what when a woman well actually let me not speak for a woman. <laughs> oh I'm about to say because your wife come up to you this is what I want for I, my I would, for, I would for get my off by- for my experience there are physical limitations that you can't get no there, there are there are physical limitations but what but I think you can get anybody to that point they may not be interested in anal right and it may not be because they hurt it just may be because that's not something they want to do but hey trying is believing so let me ask you this Ob two comes to you and says I get off by seeing you fuck another man or seeing a, another man fuck you you gonna try that. You gonna figure that out? You can get anybody to that point. <laughs> oh, now, is that gonna God. work? Is that Man, gonna work with me? Bullshit, <laughs> I'm about to answer. Is that gonna work with me? No. <laughs> but if she wants to continue to try to convince me, and maybe one day I'm like, okay, let me do it. Oh shit, I love this shit. Yeah. Now she might have a problem, right? Yeah. She might lose her husband, but <laughs> you know what I mean. I am but what I'm saying with where this is going. All I'm trying to say is, I I think I think with I think you can get anybody to that point. Like you know. I think you can get anybody to that point. Like and 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 sometimes people are scared to try it and it only takes them to try it to realize that they like it. It can even different positions. Like like sometimes positions don't work, you're uncomfortable or it hurts. But if you find a way to kind of find how to make that person more comfortable, how to ease into it. Like over time, if you if they're willing, if they're open and you're open, you can get them to that point. It's not a finite thing. It's not a static thing. It's okay. It's not a static thing. It's a dynamic. Right. Right. Exactly. Right. It's not static. It's not just we doing it this way, only this way, and right, this is the right. way that it's going to work. Absolutely not. You try something. I guarantee you try something new and you and you know, maybe you know just because maybe it's from experience or maybe you know because like everybody's told you it was going to work and you do that shit and you catch that person off guard. Like a lot of times that changes it. So I, I think at any you can get anybody to that point. My secret move always work. Okay. Yeah. Just remember to. I mean, at the click. end of the day, this boils down to communication. You know? It's like you, you need true. to communicate with your partner, and and you figure out what works for both of y'all. And I think in that sense, you know, when it comes to porn or the strip club, you talk about it beforehand to make sure it's not going to be a problem, and both parties are both comfortable with that. And communication is also intuitive. I just want to say, some women are not. And some men are not comfortable with verbally communicating right, right. something, and I think we, we just need to make sure that we are aware that there are f- physical communication, there's emotional communication, and we we need to be open to um, different ways that people speak to one another. Yes, amen. So um, <laughs> that was not so rapid fire. Not at uh, all. But that was okay. To the strip club question. Oh, okay. Oh, what right, you got right. to say? Talk about it though. Talk about yeah, it. Yeah, go ahead. 
Um, like, how do you feel about your significant other going to the strip club? So I used to be retired strip club connoisseur. Right? Oh, I thought you were going to say you'd be a retired <laughs> no, stripper. I'm, I'm like, what? <laughs> what the? I didn't work there. <laughs> but, you know, a lot of dreams. I, you know, I had a partner. Oh, yeah? <laughs> a lot of dreams. Uh, you, you, you and me both, guess. You and me both. Yeah. Trust things. me, there's a lot of people Look. that I know supporting people through college. I'm about to say. I draw the line. So did you ever fall in love with a stripper? Hell. Uh, Hell no. Rule number one is everybody's no. falling in love with the stripper. Well, Drake, no, 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 Drake no. told me it's okay. No, you fall in love with the bartender, not the stripper. Hey, nah. The bartender is old anyway. No, sorry. You're falling in love with the stripper. Like, I'm not like falling in love. Like I want to be with you. Oh, I no, fell in love like, with the stripper. If, if you got more than like three percent of my income on a monthly basis, then we need to stop this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, That's it. Three I, I gave a stripper my whole check. See, and then I asked her if she wanted my savings too. He did. He did. When we talk about like if your partner wants to go to the strip club and you agree or disagree with that, like women may go to the strip club for a completely different reason. Than mm, right. Okay. Like my homegirls and I would go to the strip club to like for the wings, of course. And the drinks. Yeah, yeah I got a friend there. that go yeah, for the barbecue ass, sandwiches. No one wants ass and chicken wings. <laughs> wait, wait. Yeah, y'all yeah. wait, y'all niggas eat at the strip club? <laughs> uh, some strip clubs have bird. You ain't never been to the strip club with bird? Oh, yeah, food is impeccable. Yeah, so, well, I, I've never eaten at the strip club, I'm but yeah, I've, I've heard most stories. People don't like ass and wings in the same plate. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but so, like, my girls have been to strip club. She's like, we should go, and I'm just thinking to myself, hell no, we shouldn't go. You don't want to go back to that. <laughs> you don't want her to see you in that light. Well, one thing I'm mature and I moved on. And but like, what is the was the, the issue? Was the issue you were spending too much money or eating no, too much I wings? Was, I mean, I love wings. That has to stop. <laughs> But, like, you know, you, you get to a certain place in life and you're just like, okay, this is my entertainment budget, right? Mm-hmm. Does it make sense for this to be my entertainment budget budget, or do I want to have other experiences? Mm-hmm. So you don't want to keep someone from an experience they've never had, but at the same time, you're standing on the other side like, been this that, is whack. Yeah. Like, if you're in the DMV, it's no, like, lap dances for real. Like, who's going to struggle to the strip club? Let's go to the ATL. Well, no, I can show you some places going to real lap dances. You can go in the stadium. Yeah, you need to come out uh Norma Jeans. Fuck all that. We going to Ebony Inn. Like, let's go to Club Cheek. Let's, like, really have an experience. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Once you cross that Strokers. Shout out to Strokers. You can't go back. Both of these lists. But I know, though, which is why I'm like, <laughs> no, nah, I don't want my girl there. Like, she doesn't need to see. She doesn't. She don't need to that side of me. That's Honestly, that, prob- that side of me probably a lot of guys feel that, that way. No, you're right. I think probably probably most guys would go to this. She's an independent woman. Let me say that. She can do her own thing. Probably most people go to the strip club with their significant other and they chill. Chill. Yeah, <laughs> they chill. Yeah. Like, nah, I ain't worried about that, girl. <laughs> <laughs> She's not even on that cute, babe. Don't worry about it. You're right. You know what I mean? But it, is a, it is a fantasy, right, that some people do take very seriously. And I, I don't want to like be like gender discriminatory and say men take it very seriously. Right, right. But men do happen to take that relationship very seriously. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? I'm all some men, like, some men. Damn, I do want some more wings, but <laughs> like I do need to save my dollars. So the, the wings is the selling point. Oh my god, <laughs> like it's all about the wings. Yeah, it is. That's it is funny. different. Yeah. I mean, the wings on point. But even even more, you know, more poignant to that is it's like. Once you have an experience, you can't take that back. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, yeah. are we both mature enough? Are we socially mm-hmm. responsible enough? Are we respectful enough? Are we, like, budget conscious enough to know that we don't know these people? I can't fall into this soft story. I don't care how many kids you have. I don't care that yeah, you're yeah. still Never fall for the story. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. in college. Everybody trying Everybody's to get through. Everybody's in college, yeah. Like, yeah. oh, yeah. yeah, my cousin sucked my husband, too. Like, <laughs> so what? Like, you know, you're in yeah. here trying to make life decisions. You got to, like, 
It's strictly entertainment. But the stories right. be so captivating. I know, but no. also, also, no, her daddy left her at four years old. Her mama a junkie. No, yo, I've never heard that one. We gonna work this out. Say everything. Yeah. I've never no, heard that one. I've so, never had that problem. But my thing is, don't Mm-mm. then come home and be like, "Yeah, we need to put a pole in the kitchen." Like, no, we don't. <laughs> no, we don't. I didn't yeah. know that was a nice living room, right? <laughs> I mean, it, it might work for some people, yeah. though. Yeah, you know. I'm not with that. Like, a fantasy is fantasy. Real life is real life. No, that's real. Like, who really wants to date a stripper in real life? I know. Well, I know some niggas. Well, I know some niggas. There's a well, few niggas. That, I mean, but people marry strippers. Hmm. We're not gonna talk about Cam. Okay. He, he, all right. he be alright. Mahogany, you got something to say? Strippers. I, 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 I can imagine going to the strip club with my significant other. I haven't done that before, mm-hmm. but when I went to the strip club, I felt really empowered. Just like seeing seeing other women like fully owning their sexuality right, right. and fully being you know putting themselves out there was really arousing for me. So I could definitely see going to a place with a certain partner. We have to be. You know, that partner who would also be respectful and also feel like, you know, you getting something out of this, we're going to go home and we're going to get it in. Yeah, and that's so, kind of the yeah. point sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, yeah that's, I mean, that's creating why those boundaries and, and understanding them before you go to those things. But then when it, like, transfers over to real life, like, oh, okay, so we're going <laughs> yeah, next week, but this time, I think you I, should. I, and, but, you know, I think that's people that are not in love with their significant other, right? Yeah. Because when I go to a strip club, I want to get back to my wife. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't want to be up in there, like, I'm like okay, yeah, yeah, yeah whatever. You know what I mean? Like, all right, you know. Yeah, the smell, all that. You know, I didn't seen the same thing 34 times you know so yeah can't touch your face exactly. like coronavirus up in there <laughs> honestly you, i go to the strip club because of two reasons i like the music in there yes and the drinks are usually cheaper and then some you know some some strip clubs have like you know tvs to watch the game so just the environment of listening to new music music i haven't really heard before and that, and that's why i go i'm not really interested in paying women to to dance on me or whatever because to me it's kind of pointless it's like i want to be aroused by my wife not some woman i can't do anything with so but you know i i go with my boys and we have a good time but i think everybody that i'm surrounded with we all understand the boundaries for those of us who are in relationships you know there's other people who <laughs> you know take it a little too yeah, far fall in love, yeah yeah know? but don't make it seem like you don't enjoy a good lap dance I mean, you can ask my boys. I don't really get lap dances. Like you that. do sometimes. Oh, I've never been with a mic, so I don't know. Don't ask me. <laughs> <laughs> don't ask me. I like a good lap. I think. <laughs> I think we've uh, we talked about this topic. Yep, yep, yep. Way, way too much. So though. yeah, this is we're at the end where we talk about shout outs. So we so do um, shout outs. So the only um, shout out that I have, and you guys may have others, um, is definitely to our. Uh, first responders that are out here dealing with the uh, coronavirus pandemic. Um, so that's to everybody in the healthcare industry, the doctors, the nurses, the registered people who are out in the front lines with no PPEs, protective equipment, um, grocery store workers, right? Cashiers that still got to go to work every day, knowing that people coming up in there. Um, you're right. Your are delivery people, liquor store people, teachers, right? That got to come up with a way to teach online and things like that. Um, so so many different people police firefighters they all still out there they're not they're unprotected uh they're at risk but yet they still doing their job so definitely shout out to them appreciate um their willingness because a lot of like i i, I got a cousin that's a nurse and she has um i wasn't gonna say all that but uh she got an illness and and like she's definitely on the front lines um and she's at she's high risk but yet she's putting her life at risk 
to help and save others. So um, definitely shout out to every every last one of them. Uh, any any other shout outs? Shout out to all these parents doing a wonderful job homeschooling all the kids that you hate to see every day. <laughs> <laughs> now, you, now you know how we feel as educators. Yeah, read to your babies. Word. Okay? I, I Spend time with your babies. They're your babies. I read a meme that said um, these teachers got us watching their kids. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Yeah. Now you know what we talk about. Talk about, I know my baby. He'll be doing that. Yes, he does. He does it every day from 10 to 3. Now you see it. Right. Yeah, you know, and, and on that, shout out to the, the parents that got, a, that got kids that have, um, like, mental disorders. So they have a hard time sure. just kind of sit, sitting still and being at home. Like, I know that must, I just heard somebody complaining about that. She got three kids um, that all have ADHD. Um, wow. And uh, ADHD, yeah, ADHD, like and and yeah. Can go outside though. And and she was like, man, like they didn't think about that when we closed the schools. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. So shout out. There's there's definitely a lot of people affected by this. So shout out to everyone affected by that and and, and holding it down. Yeah, yep. keep your head up. We are gonna get through this together. So yeah. yeah. Shout out to all the people who should be cutting grass right now who have yet. To like let me know that they back on schedule. I know <laughs> but you know, shout out to all the landscapers out there. It's springtime. Yeah, yeah. Happy yeah. spring solstice. Uh, <laughs> shout out. Me back, <laughs> shout out to all the service people. You know, the barbers, the hairstylists, everybody who who shut down right now and can't really work. You know, who's trying to figure it out. Um, we don't really think about them in these type of situations. So shout out to them. Uh, before we end our last podcast. Um, there was something that was said and, and that was distasteful, and I just want to put it out there that we don't condone hitting of women or any other body. Um, we were having a conversation with Young Buck, and there was something that was said. It was just a bad joke, and you know, one of our listeners put it out there that they didn't like it, and you know, I weighed whether or not I was going to speak on it or not, but I think we should, just to be clear that we don't align ourselves with uh, any type of physical abuse so i mean absolutely we're definitely not men like that um and we definitely don't surround ourselves by men like that uh so uh yeah shout out to a mike for stepping up and saying that um yeah so i i i uh, second what you're saying and uh we apologize to anybody that may have uh, had an issue with that yeah uh thank you guys for listening this was definitely a fun and interesting podcast or episode um Shout out to, you know, all the guys are not here. Uh, OG and Ike the Great. Uh, we miss you guys. And we'll yeah. Thank you. Guys. Thank you to our guests. We appreciate yeah. y'all you. being, coming through, spending time with us yeah. once again. Absolutely. Once again. Yeah. To our, our newcomer, Mahogany. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mahogany. Yeah. Yep. Why yep. you lying? Huh? Why you lying? <laughs> uh, <and> Mr. <laughs> he said, why you lie? <laughs> yeah, why you lie? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, this is... The EBS Podcast, episode 64, and we are out. We out. Sandwiches.